Welcome in, everyone. We have a new podcast today. I'm joined with my co-host, and it's on the Twitter bio now. Casty Warren, Jonathan White. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Ed. I, I, I'm terribly honored, super honored to be on the uh, the Jab Step Twitter now. I'm, uh, I'm going to do my best to, to make the, the Twitter profile and the pod proud, me and Johnny. Yes, we are awfully, awfully honored. Yeah, uh. <laughs> I don't know why I said. Ter- <laughs> what did I say? Terrific! I am terrified. I'm terrified to be on it, but I'm super happy. But super happy to be here with Darth Devok and Shushine John. Yeah, chopping it up. Do you like the Darth Devok? I love it. Yeah, it's I know like, you're a Star Wars fan. It's just like just here, you, you know, you're coming in to the fantasy basketball. Dun 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 dun. Yeah, um, you know, after that game six. You know, Vladi took a turn for the worse and went to the dark side. Mm. And David Stern, I picture as Palpatine. You were the chosen one. I think he was, you know, using his dark Sith magic and leading Vladi to the dark side. And now, since Vladi's there, he's 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 reigning the terror on that fantasy league now. Two and O, fixing to be three and O, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I'm glad you like Darth Ebok <laughs> and Shushan John. How's everything going with you, man? It's good. Uh, it's it's been a rainy week. But uh, we're glad to be here in the dry, in your in your uh, studio. Cave. It's kind of like a man cave, I guess. Okay, so how have you been doing? Oh, I've been doing great, man. I've been just, uh, we had a, a little debate. I've been, uh, uh, Shushan John, I actually wanted to ask you, uh, what are your thoughts on, I've been trying to procure some new Kyries. They've, uh, for some reason, uh, beyond me, have been cut half price on the Nike website. But I was like, I've been looking at maybe getting some new Kyrie's. I bought some. <laughs> you did for real? I did. Nice. Oh, excuse me. Well, we yeah. we were we're hearing about this live. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> uh, y'all want to see them? Y'all want to see them? Yes. Okay. Y'all y'all can talk. Let me I look need it to up. see. I like. Uh, Let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, like the yeah, we were top. just talking about that the well, other night. Watching. I, my wife ordered them on her. Uh, so let me see if I can find them. Now. Well, as an owner of a, a pair of Kyrie's already. Uh, and they're my they're my go to they're my everyday plays if you will I play in them every time we play. I was wondering should I stop wearing them and maybe hold them back you know put them in plastic maybe I could get some sweet prices off of these things. Uh, it's kind of like a Pokemon. It may it may become. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a sweet Charizard just you know <laughs> a Squirtle you know just hanging back. <laughs> You're like it's a gold mine. I got yeah, right here. just a, a some pair of sweet Kyries. Yeah, you know I. I I was on Twitter, which, man, NBA Twitter is fun. Mm-hmm. And I seen, a, I think the Twitter page was NBA Memes. Mm-hmm. And it posted a, uh, a screenshot of these Kyrie's 50% off. <laughs> and I sent it to Jonathan and Cassidy in our group message. And so, I asked Cassidy because I knew he had some. Mm, yes. And he, he gave the positive. And 
They're they're fantastic shoes. I, if yeah. I had, if give a personal endorsement, I mean I don't know about what Kyrie be saying out there, but the man makes a great shoe. Yeah, and see, I have a small foot, so and these things are selling out quick, by the way. But these are the ones I had. To, I got just because of the size that fit me and stuff. But these are oh, you went with the low top. Well, that's the only ones I had in my size oh. out of all of them because everything's been selling quick. Uh, I have low tops as well. Okay, so you, see. But uh, we're describing live on the pod. Uh, I wish I knew. They're the Kyrie Lows, I guess is what. Kyrie Low 5s. Mm. Uh, 60, $61, $62 right now. Steel. Uh, originally a $120 shoe. I went with the, uh, I guess it's a, is there a description? But being with, with the, the white, black, and gold with the gold check, very yeah. fresh. Yeah. I'm, I, this was not my first color option, but. I have a small foot, so I had to take what I get, and hey, it's a it's a bargain. They're pretty sick looking. Yeah, I they hope, got great traction. I hope so. I hope. Or do they have good arch support too? They have fantastic. Arch okay, support. Uh, that's that's my thing. So they're kind of low. They're uh, low to the uh, the court. They're kind of a lower profile. I like that. Yeah, more that, court feel. And and Jonathan, you can reiterate to everybody: we do not condone Kyrie Irving's remarks, <laughs> actions, thoughts. <laughs> An anti-dentai rabbit. We uh, we displace his uh, his political views from the cast, uh, but we love his we love his game and his shoe. Yeah, yeah. And I see those gold checks on there that must translate into our our future championship with the uh, customer service. Yes. Oh, uh, I you know I try to invite one of our you know longtime members, and uh, he just couldn't make it. I don't guess. But I, I sent you the list today's today's uh. Topic is going to be what if players. I, if you've been listening to our episodes, our collab episodes that are not fantasy basketball related, you've noticed that we've like shh, we can't talk about that guy because that's going to be in our next episode. So mm, we get ahead ep- of ourselves sometimes. Yeah, we we're just very passionate people. Mm. You know, we're like a good debate show, better than first take probably. That one thousand percent, one thousand percent better than first take. <laughs> I wish man skipping skipping what Shannon. <laughs> Shannon. Blowing them out of the I water. seen a video again Twitter. Y'all know be on Twitter. Uh, Stephen A. Smith and who was the corner or safety? Is it Ryan Clark? That's on ESPN. Mm, but there's like- a gosh. I, I need to show. Remind me to show this afterwards of how <laughs> foolish Stephen A. was acting. I'm talking. About, I laughed till I cried. How he was acting. <laughs> he was just stomping and just yelling about something. I can't even remember what it was. It was something about basketball. But it was God. It was funny and it was going all over the Twitter. But <laughs> Uh, Cassie, can you explain what all has happened since we talked last time about all this crazy stuff in Twitter and uh, Kanye West and Chris Paul and all this oh. madness that's going on? Well, if you haven't been on the tweets and you've been under a rock here lately, ladies and gentlemen, you got to get with the tweets because it's been uh, the Twitterverse is on fire. I mean, if you haven't heard, uh, you know, we're, we'll get out of we'll stay out of all the other stuff that Kanye yay been doing. Because he's wild. He's wilding out, folks. But he's uh, he got banned from Twitter this past week. Uh, but in his blaze of glory, he decided he was going to go out in a blaze of glory. That <laughs> he one of his last tweets was he apparently played out CP3, the point god, 
Chris Paul, he, he sent out like an, a, a weird picture of him that I don't even know where you could get this picture of Chris Paul. It was like a yearbook photo. Yeah, it's like, did you get Chris Paul's yearbook photo? It's like, it's like Phoenix or whoever team he played for had a yearbook made for him, <laughs> and it's like the worst. Year, you know. Can you not just Google a picture of Chris Paul? But this, uh, he took a screenshot of it, and it's like he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I caught this guy with Kim, and I'm out. Yeah, he Elon – Instantly suspended him after that. Yes. And uh, so CP3, he's, he, I mean, if you've been <coughs> watching his game here recently, he had, uh, he's not been playing so hot. And uh, my suspicion is, is there's some trouble in paradise. There's some trouble at home, maybe. He had well, some susplaining to do. Well, he's coming off an injury. He's got to get his, you know, his sea legs back under. Him. Well, I mean, it, it kind of reminds me of Tom Brady in the NFL, mm-hmm. you know, with his woman problems. Woman problems. Translate. They'll get you. Tiger Woods, Tom Brady, Chris Paul. <laughs> Chris Paul. You get lady yeah. problems. Kanye West. Yeah, yay. Yeah, he got problems. The next thing you know, you're in a black mask on. <laughs> so are we saying that there is some validity to this? Uh... Man, I don't know. Like, the the most interesting thing about it is Devin Booker dates. Oh, which, that's uh, right. Which one? one of the Kardashians. Oh, yeah, so that, the that, Jenners. Part, that part right there kind of... Makes me wonder because mm-hmm. he's got a direct hook to hook up right there. Yeah, I mean his wingman on the court <laughs> could have possibly been his wingman outside of the court. Yeah, maybe I don't know. If I hope it's not true, I, I, I hate to see a marriage get. Yeah, this is all alleged. We know nothing. Yeah, yeah. We're just podcasting. but we we just wanted to say how interesting it was, Chris uh, Paul. If you'd like to come on the pod, but yeah, we would love to have you, Cliff and Chris. Um, anyway. We're going to take a quick break, and we're fixing to get into our top ten what-if players. Stay tuned. Okay, we're back, and they watched the Stephen A. video. Oh, yeah. They were getting hype. They were hype in that video. Uh, for all y'all that need to watch it, it's Stephen A. and Michael Irvin, and then it looks like Ryan Clark is on – a telecast type deal, like a Zoom thing, but it'll get you hyped. Uh, when y'all start going off on a player, when y'all the debate gets hot, I'm going to hit y'all with like, tell them, son. Tell them. Yeah, that's hit a, them with it. That's a foreshadow for another podcast idea. We're just we're just full of ideas here. We're spitballing. Yeah. So, we're just spitballing ideas. All right. So we're going to go in reverse order of what if players. Okay. And uh, – Cassidy, can you kind of give them a little bit of an idea of what our kind of criteria is? I mean, we, we've discussed it. There's really not a set-in-stone criteria, but what are the things we're kind of looking for? Yeah, it's like, well, if you've ever seen uh, the, the Marvel series, like the Marvel series had a what-if. It's like, what if, you know, the Hulk, you know, did this or so-and-so? These are kind of players that's like, if we go into another dimension and something didn't happen to them, is like I like uh, to put in the three categories. The ones that I've seen are in kind of three categories of what if guys. They're guys that their body sucks basically. Their knees go out, ankles go out, feet go out. Then there's guys that their brain sucks. It's like they're just their their mind isn't right. They're immature. They their head cases. And then there's the third case, which is the booger sugar got them. The cocaina mm. that mm, Pablo mm, Escobar, mm. which there are a couple of those. But basically, we're looking at players that are like, if we go into a different universe and their body, minds, or cocaine doesn't get them, 
what are the possibilities? What are what could this player have been? Could he have been a Mount Rushmore guy in the league? Is he like a an MVP, uh, an all time great? Those type of guys. Yeah, we would love your feedback on our top ten. If if you feel like somebody got snubbed, left out, let us know. Hit us up on Twitter. We're you can ask Jonathan. We're all about the Twitter now. We we are. I'm not, but everyone else <laughs> in, like in this cast. Uh, you need to get a Twitter. Break. I'm a little archaic, but I think, uh, I think John. I think in his mind he's thinking about Twitter. I like to. Uh, I like to have an outside perspective on Twitter. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you see, like to look at it from a to a see when it uh when it gets it. when it gets wild. Mm-hmm. So here's kind of the format. We've got four tiers as well, but I do want to bring up some honorable mentions, and I'm going to try to do it in order of maybe how the league kind of started. Um, so the first person I'm going to mention is Pete Maravich. Uh, he had a little bit of a drug issue mm-hmm. and pistol know, Pete. You know, later passed away. Uh, so yes, he famously said uh, in an interview that he didn't want to play. 10 years in the league and then dropped dead of a heart attack. Yeah. Which he famously did. Yeah. And I think everybody knows it was drugs. Yeah. Uh, but Pistol Pete, what if he would have kept playing, you know, that kind of attitude. Uh, mm-hmm. Then going down the line here, we, we got Larry Bird. Uh, he had severe back problems. And mm-hmm. he was, you know, we obviously know Larry Bird was a top three, five player of all time. Mm-hmm. So the what if would be, well, what if his back never gave out? Exactly. I mean, he had these type of skills where he wasn't, you know, defined to his athleticism, mm-hmm. and he could have maybe prolonged his career. So, well, and like uh, I know we we talked, uh, Larry's kind of a an odd case because he's already a Mount Rushmore guy. He's maybe you know he's a top three guy of all time. He's kind of it's an odd situation because he's already a goat, a legend. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like if. You know, if you think about what he could have been without his back injuries, it could have been even better. Right, right. I mean, hence the name Larry Legend. Larry. The nickname. Yeah. Hard to top that, but you're saying he had more in the tank. Well, that – that's the thing. He he really didn't rely on his athleticism, and he just had a hard time getting up down the court because his back pretty much paralyzed him from, you know, being able to do the things he needed to do on the court, but – he was just such a skilled player, kind of like a Luka, a Jokic style, probably mm-hmm. a tweener because of his position he played. But uh, I, I think Jokic and and, and Luka is going to be playing in the league for a long time. Oh, So I, I feel like Bird could have been one of those players like that. Uh, the next person, Magic, uh, the whole deal with the, the AIDS controversy and stuff, he, yep. uh, obviously it affected him in a way. Uh, you know, he had to, had to leave for a year in his prime. Mm-hmm. And, and I would say, and he was just getting his own team, I guess, yes. in that attitude too. Um, so I, I mean, Magic came into a, a championship team already, and mm-hmm. played with such, I mean, so many talented players. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, I mean, a lot of people would say he had probably the most talented team of all time. Yeah, on that Kareem, on that squad, you know, Cream, James Worthy, Worthy uh, Scott, you know, you name it, Byron Scott, all them guys. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think Magic. What if? He never got AIDS. I think that's an interesting uh, conversation to have. Uh, going in the same timeline, uh, I want to bring up Yao Ming and his feet. Um, just too had, big. He's he was just, just I mean, but if a lot of people remember, Yao Ming was great. I mean. Uh, how much did Yao weigh? 
Was he like a... Well, he was seven foot six, but we can go to celebrityweights.com. We do need the celebrity... <laughs> celebrity uh, hats, you know, come on. I need you to sponsor us. Celebrity hats for where all your celebrity we, hats need. We've yet to get any emails from celebrityhats.com. Uh, I do we're, follow we're still on Twitter. I really think it's... I'm really kind of hurt that we haven't got a sponsor by Celebrity Hats. The only reason I ask is, I mean, it's, it's a lot of weight. I think we would take no money. We care. would just say, hey... We'll just sponsor it just to have your sport. Because they're so accurate. Mm. Well, Johnny, uh, I went to the Google machine, and this, I don't know how accurate this is, but this is what basketball reference, also basketball reference, if you'd like to sponsor. Awesome. awesome. Do we want to guess? Ben, yes. Do you want to guess? How, how, 320. 320. I'm going to go with um, 305. You're going to cut it right in the middle. It says 310. Oh, wow. So, I'd give it to Jonathan. We were close. Have you ever seen, like, uh, I just remember looking at pictures of Yao, and he's got trunks on him. That dude's legs are enormous. They are tree trunks. Yeah. It's it's seen him running around the track. It's like, it's weird, man. It's like, he had tree trunks. I want you to look up a photo of Yao, Shaq, and Kevin Hart. (laughs) I think I've seen this photo before. Like, it's unreal. It's, <laughs> Shaq, Shaq looks like a kid. To, to Yao, and Yao has gotten thick in this picture. Like, you can tell he's retired, And yeah. but I mean, my lord. Yeah, for, for y'all that's listening, look at the photo. It's pretty It's pretty hilarious. Like, Kevin, Kevin Hart looks like a, Kevin Hart literally a toddler. 5'4"? <laughs> yeah, uh, who knows we're about 5'4"? You, you, you need to go to Celebrity Heights, because I don't, I don't trust anything <laughs> that man says. <laughs> We get sidetracked so easily yeah, but on Jeff's we, we have but. such a fun time, though. <laughs> I really, I really do like this little banner we got going on after this. But uh, continuing on the list, while he 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 bets his height for Kevin Hart, um, Chris Bosh. I think uh, if Chris Bosh never got the blood clot, I think his career could have lasted a a lot longer and maybe validated, you know, validated maybe as a top seventy five player of all time because he was very versatile. Especially, he was. I think he was a top ten player in Toronto at the time. Oh and yeah. And then he obviously took a complimentary, you know, compl- complimentary, complimentary. If I can pronounce words with the Heat, man. Would Jonathan, you would you call him a uh, kind of like a, a a backseat Kevin Garnett? Mm. Uh, uh, do you you feel like he was a maybe not a poor man's Garnett? Well, but, uh, I, I I think they had. If you watched. Toronto, when he played in Toronto, he had a face-up dribble game. Mm-hmm. And he, he could hit a fadeaway. And to me, there's a tale of two Boshes. All right. There's Dread Bosch, who was cool. Mm, yes. And there was ball, then there was Velociraptor Bosch mm, in the okay. heat. Now, cool. Dread Bosch, he would get it in the high post. And he's crossing you up, hitting fadeaways, athletic. But then, you know, Heat Bosch or, you know, Raptor Bosch, not three. You know, not he looked like, four. He looked like a dinosaur bosh. You know, he was mainly just a, you know, pick and pop guy. Mm-hmm. You know, really didn't have the ball in his hands, but he Bosch did have always, a smooth, yeah. He had a smooth game for a bit. I mean, what yeah. is he? Is he a 7'1 seven, seven, guy? He was a 6'11 guy, I think, 16. 6'11. But, uh, okay, okay. He was one of those verge guys. But, you know, if he would have, if he never had the blood clotting issue, and, you know, he tried to come back several times in the league. He could have prolonged his career. He might have could have been playing today with the skill set. I mean, you see people like Al Horford and all them are still in the league. Um, 
Yeah, yeah they, so it makes you wonder. He was solid, you know, when Miami made their run. He is 6'11". 6'11". 6'11", okay. Which, you know, you can't trust those NBA heights, but yeah. I so, was just laughing at his uh, his nicknames on Basketball Reference, which right, so are the Bostrich, the Boschosaurus, and King of the Dragons. <laughs> I don't know where that one Ooh, comes from. I didn't know about the King of the Dragons. I, I don't know. I didn't know Basketball Reference had this type of uh, information. <laughs> but Kevin Hart's 5'2". We're half. still in honorable mentions. Let's try to hurry up and bang some of these out. Darko Milicic... Um, this is one of Cassidy's favorites he put on here. Cassidy. I love, yes. Uh, this is uh, this is far down the line. We haven't got to the tippy top of our list yet, but uh, I just wanted to throw Darko in there. Yeah, and what's interesting, he was in the same draft class as Chris Bosch, too, and taken ahead of Chris Bosch. Yes. Taken ahead of Melo and Wade as well. Well, Darko, I feel, was a victim of circumstances of where he was drafted. If Darko would have been the second pick in the second round, I think you would have said that's a success, successful career for the for where he was picked, but he was picked second in a draft that had LeBron, Melo, Bosch, and Wade. Yeah, he was picked second. Josh Howard, some of the other ones later, Kirk Heinrich, you know, people who hung around the league for a long time mm. that were probably more productive than Darko. A little bit, but yeah. um, a, oh, I was just one a little known fact about Darko: youngest player in NBA history to win a championship. Yeah, and that's one of the things I wanted to bring up, too. He, he went to a situation where he really didn't have a, a role because they were already such a good team. Yeah, they couldn't find a place for him on that Detroit team. I mean, they were already a championship team that had mm-hmm. their culture set. And, mm-hmm. But Darko, I mean, he got he was a victim of hype. You know, they see he's a foreign player. You get that hype train going. You see this seven-foot kid that people start talking about. You're like, oh, my God, he's the next – He's the European, but he's like he's tough. He's not just like a finesse player. He's mm-hmm. not just a you know a finesse European player. Yeah, this guy he, he had a lot of strength to him uh, mm-hmm. when he was overseas. He had the the dirty blonde hair. The dirty. Uh, <laughs> do you remember that? Yes, yeah, yeah, he, like he went in. It went was like the, it's the worst highlights I've ever seen. Yes, uh, he decided to go. But guess who's back? You brought up a really good point. I do want to kind of illustrate on, and I know we always get sidetracked. So listen, guys, I'm getting sidetracked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember when Luka Doncic was fixing to get drafted. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were just like, man, he's foreign. That was a negative yes. to him because you had people like Darko and Andrea Bargnani and some of these guys that were highly touted, high-drafted players mm-hmm. who were super productive overseas come in and they're like, well, they just don't translate in the NBA. Because, I mean, Bargnani was a bust. Darko was a bust. You know, those type of players. I mean, obviously, Jokic was taken in the second round later on. You mm-hmm. know, people like that. But I remember when Luka was up there, like, that was a negative. Like, oh, we don't know. He's foreign. Yeah. That was bad. And then he gets drafted. Then you have Giannis and Jokic. And you would have to say these – you could put a team of foreign players, the best foreign players, and they would probably smoke yeah, the that, five I mean, best. You know, you, you got Giannis, Luca, Jokic. You know, they were probably smoke. They're probably the three best players in the league. You know, <laughs> almost the three best players in the league. Uh, two of them are probably most physically dominant. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, Giannis. We, we, you know, we talked. Me and Cassidy had a pod where we were talking about most dominant players. I don't know how we didn't bring up Giannis. That's it. You know, that was one of those things. But anyway. Is it because he walks? Uh, he travels. Did you much? see those videos I sent? Did I? Did I show you? No. I sent you the the video, the Twitter videos. Yeah, in the lab. That snitch. Oh, he <laughs> snitch. Now I'm gonna tell you something. Those are atrocious. Yeah, those are pretty bad. And the full carry, like the pick it up and just kind of walk a little yeah, bit. Yeah, the John know? Morant ones were rough. Yeah. The Giannis ones were rough. I think I sent. I think I sent some Giannis ones. Maybe I did. I don't. I know I sent a Luca one. 
to y'all. Yeah. But they called like 10, 10 carries the other night, 10 travels. They're really hard on the Golden State Warriors this they're, year. They're trying they to seem cut like down on it. but It seems like they're really picking on them for some reason, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that was that was the one I was thinking about. I think there was 10 calls in that, that one game. You know, there was three in one game on Jordan Poole. Oh. Three in one game. And they were like, I don't think this ever happened in NBA history. They were like trying to find the stat if that ever happened. You know, it's, three it's, traveling violations. It seems like they just randomly picked the, like, time to call some travels, guys. Well, like, if you ever want to see the best walks, travels, and stuff like that, go watch Shaq and the Fool. There was one mm-hmm. where uh, Mello, he caught one at the top of the key, and they counted, like, eight steps. <laughs> you know, had, like, four different pivot foots. Yeah. And then there's one where LeBron, I think it was, like, his first or second year in the Lakers, he's literally at half court, and he just – Literally never takes a dribble and takes like ten steps and dunks the ball and like the rest running with him. Yeah. Yeah, it's just full galloping. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, check out in the lab on Twitter as well. Uh, hilarious. He he'll go click trap, <laughs> click walk. <laughs> it's like he's he's stopping and he's starting stopping in the thing. He's like click trap. And then the refs right there, <laughs> you know. Anyway, this is where this is also where Brent Newell, aka Biff, would come in you handy. Know, I sent them videos the to him too, and yeah. I was wanting to get a rise at him. He never said anything; he just ignored it, which really irritates me. Anyway, yeah. um, I want to bring up Greg Oden. Oh, sorry. Uh, I just wanted to just two, two more super interesting things. I, I'm a little stuck on Darko. Fact? Are these, these Darko are Darko facts? things that I just wanted to bring up a little bit, just quick ones. Uh, Darko once uh, he was he he goes in the category of head case. He was immature. He came in the league at 18 years old. He's a foreign kid. He's just he was immature and he had a temper. But he famously at the the FIBA Euro tournament said uh, this is a quote from him about the refs. I will find the referees, murder them, and their daughters. <laughs> Wow, that's a that's a direct quote from Darko Milicic about the FIBA refs at the FIBA Euro tournament. Jonathan, and, what do you think? Yeah, uh, I, I feel like that might be a little serious, a well, little overboard. Y'all two play more pickup ball than I do. What if somebody said that to you? Oh, uh, like I know this is not a referee situation, but it's what like would, easy what guys. Wait, if <laughs> you said that about up. us, uh, feeling that way toward us, yeah, at the end of a game, um, well. I'd be like, hey, I'm not playing with this guy no more. <laughs> You're like, hey, guys, I'm just trying to get cardio. <laughs> I do I do remember that he left the NBA to go on a kickboxing Yes, career. I forgot on about that. Path. Famously a kickboxing. So maybe he was trying to get his aggression out, you know. Like he, yeah. Maybe he uh, he learned. He, he self-soothed <laughs> through, uh, through kickboxing. <laughs> he had to get his aggression out somewhere. Like Jean-Claude. Uh, I do uh, – I do. Th- I just wrote down a good segment idea. It's for Cassidy. It's called Darko Facts. Darko, hey, I'll give you all the Darko like, Facts. Like uh, every want. episode, we have a Darko Fact. I do. I do feel like Cassidy was just waiting to erupt. Oh, with like a, he, 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 a plethora of. Darko. I bring up Greg Oden, and he's like, hey, "Hang on, guys, hang on. I've got a Darko Fact." <laughs> he's like, "Wait a second. I really want to talk about Darko Villagers. Like, I, I literally thought he was about to literally eat the microphone. He was so excited. <laughs> yes. Hey, hey so for the last episode, I was a little soft, but I am in the mic this time. Yeah. I'm all up in its business. I'm looking at the waves is looking good guys it's looking yeah. really good. I, I want it to be where y'all can hear us yes. um all right so the next one i want to bring up we're still in honorable mentions uh greg odin mm-hmm. uh, to me he would have been probably one of the best defensive centers in that era yes just because of his time in ohio state with mike conley uh, dominant i think they drafted him over durant you're correct uh, he was number one yeah yeah he was a uh, yeah the number one pick mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, I, i'd be honest with you i would i would have took him number one and he, that year 
he just couldn't stay healthy. Uh, huge, huge guy. Humongous. And I and I saw here's a Greg Oden fact. Um, I see he's a he's a athletic director at a Butler. Now, yeah, did you see that too? I did see that. Yeah. So I'm glad everything's going well for you, Greg. Another Oden. Greg Oden fact. <clears throat> Uh, we got we got Greg Oden facts. Huh? Greg Oden facts of the week. Uh, his right leg is shorter than his left leg. You know, which, that's actually that's pretty common in people, though. You know, it is. Yeah, it really is. But huh. how big of a difference do you know? Apparently, it was huge because oh, uh, okay. he. Uh, it's what aided in his his knee problems, and it was like an issue that he had. He had like this really bad issue in the sixth grade, but just nobody would take him to the doctor. Like he was having oh, a lot sad. of pain. that's sad, man. <laughs> So, he, I mean, he probably could have got this corrected, uh, his right leg being way shorter than his you left. you think he would have to wear, like, a thicker sole basketball shoe? Yeah, quadruple you know? sock. We always double sock. Oh, goodness gracious. I that would have been the remedy just to on one save foot, his though. career. Like, I mean, you, just on one foot, right? Yeah. If just, only we would have yeah. been able to get to him sooner. I wonder if he'd done that. I mean. Just to help with the differential. Put in an insole, yeah. Yeah. Quad, quintuple sock, maybe even septuple socks now we're just in the mist in theories now but i like it i thought you said in the mist <laughs> in the we're mist so of far in the fog right now where it's a mist oh i don't want to be in that mist that movie <laughs> yeah but yeah uh there you go uh but yeah i, I do like these greg Oden facts uh i had danny granger i think danny granger had a, a pretty a pretty good run in the nba you know all-star yeah, I, I'll be honest. Uh, you're going to have to educate me on Danny, Danny Granger. I kind of uh, He I played for Indiana. The Pacers. Uh, it was before Paul George was drafted there, and a lot of people thought Danny Granger was going to be the face of the franchise. For real. Mm-hmm. Like, he was so good. And, uh, I mean, he had some really big games, scored a lot of points. You can look him up on basketball reference. Look at his stats while I'm talking about him. But uh, he was a good defensive player, about 6'9". And then uh, Larry Bird drafted uh, uh, Paul George later, and – you know, they're like, oh, this is going to be one of those duos for the for the ages, you know, for Indiana. Really on the uptick. But injuries injuries got them. And you're looking at his stats. What, mm-hmm. what do you got? In uh, the 2008-2009 uh, season, all-star. He was an all-star that year. Averaged 25.8 points a game, 2.7 assists, and five rebounds. Very nice. And Danny was a good three-point shooter, too. And he played LeBron really tough. And – about when they drafted Paul George, you know, it took Paul George about a year or so to get to where he was, you know, he was unbelievable with those mm-hmm. Indiana teams with Hibbert and uh, mm-hmm. your boy, Lance Stevenson. Oh, Lance, Lance to make them dance. Lance to make them dance. I'm afraid Jonathan might start blowing in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's tough. I mean, you got to do what, what you got to do. And, uh, and Great, we know. Is that the greatest NBA meme of all time? Yeah, oh, for sure. Would you say that too? It's the most personal. I mean, uh, you can't get more personal than that. Unless he would have kissed him on the cheek. I mean, that's that's the only... Now, what did, him on the ear. did that not happen in the NBA game one time where somebody kissed somebody on the cheek? Uh, I think that, that I happened. can recall, but... Did you ever watch the starters on NBA TV back in the day? Yeah, yeah. yeah but they're, they're now uh, No Dunks. They got a podcast called No Dunks. Hmm. But uh, anyway, I think, they, I think they brought it up one time. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I digress. But uh, So we talked about Danny Granger. Uh, uh, Sean Livingston... Um, oh, yeah, he came out six seven point guard. The two, yeah, I remember uh, him coming out of high school. He was fantastic in high school. You could watch him at his uh, McDonald's All American game. Like mm-hmm. he, he he took over the show. And 
Sean ended up having a great career with the with the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Came back and he was really vital for their first couple championships. Um, he was a guard that could post up, which was pretty pretty oh. neat, versatile for the Golden State Warriors in that run. I just remember him coming out in the draft, and it looked like he weighed about 120 pounds, and his fro weighed more than he did. Dude, the fro yeah. was awesome. He was 6'10 with the fro. Yes. Six, <laughs> with the fro, 16. I, I don't know. It probably taller than that. That was a big fro. Like, uh, another great fro, Josh Childress. Yes. We might have to do best fros in NBA history. <laughs> oh, there'd be no shortage. <laughs> oh, Livingston, yeah. He, he really uh, – Carried his own weight in that championship Dr. Dr. run. Dr. Dre's number one, still right. Yeah, man, yeah he's iconic, bro, man. You know, he's the goat. Oh man, we'll have to talk about that. Uh, and then the last one, it. I mean, I don't know if he would have been like NBA great or anything, but TJ Ford, he had a lot of problems with injuries and stuff. Uh, he was really highly touted coming out of college too. Went to the Bucks mm. and uh, tried to get his career turned around, but. Unfortunately, never happened. I think he had a stint with Indiana too, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, he did. He uh, Toronto. Yeah, Toronto. I Toronto forgot him a couple years. I think he had a good year, a couple years in Toronto, solid years. I remember. I remember TJ. He was like a candle in the wind. Yeah, we're with <laughs> candle in the wind. Like candle in the wind. <laughs> uh, where did he come from? School was it Texas? It was he Texas, Texas, right? Yeah. And, and I think mm-hmm. it was before Durant. Because I think him. he was. I think he was before Durant. Played two years in Texas. Yeah. yeah. So I remember him bur- playing in the burnt orange. Yeah. So, and when I was, uh, you know, doing a little studying on these, uh, putting some study to them, Danny Granger is a uh, Jehovah's Witness. Then, uh, <laughs> oh, Sal. that was back on Danny Granger. I just had to throw that in there. Yeah. Can you imagine Danny Granger was like six eight coming up to the door? <laughs> like, that, can I fix a good word to you? Cassidy, that's what I was just <laughs> about to say. Uh, Holy crap, Danny Granger's at the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap, crap. He saw us. He saw us. Like, you know, his door to door witness probably didn't go well. Like, I mean, you see a 6'9 guy come. <laughs> Let me tell you the good word. <laughs> the first thing they're going to ask you, are you, do you know you're going to heaven? <laughs> I promise you, that's the first word they say. It was like, my first question is, are you Danny Granger? Uh, I, I've debated Jehovah's Witness, by the way. Fun times. Really? Yeah, it does. Times. But. Anyway, that's our honorable mentions. We're going to take another quick little break. We're fixing to get into the top ten. Back in ten. Top ten. The top ten. And what I'm going to do before I I get off, every time we have number, Cassie's going to make his own little number drop. Oh, nice. So every time we go to the next number, he's going to go, the number nine. Number nine. Number nine. But anyway, we'll be right back. All right, guys, it's time for the top ten. I know you're highly anticipated, highly ready, stoked. So, Cassidy. Top ten what ifs. All right, can you go ahead and give us the number ten drop? Number ten, ten, ten. <laughs> Lynn Bias. He came out of Maryland. I think it was 1985 draft where he was drafted number one overall from the Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. Cassidy, can you explain – what happened to poor Mr. Bass? Well, as uh, Scott Van Pelt would say, he's from Maryland. He a terp. But, yes, he <laughs> uh, he played at Maryland. Uh, just a dynamic, super athlete. Like, if you ever seen these highlights, he reminds me of Dominique. He reminds me of a Dominique-type player. Uh, he was famous for uh, – his highlights at Maryland, he would he would get rebounds and just go straight up, no bend to the knees, and finish reverse, like dunk reverse on people. And the guy, he was uh, coming out of Maryland, played four years at Maryland. There was a lot of hype. Him and Jordan played at the same time. There's um, 
the the famous story. I you know I'm a I'm a Shaq stan. I love Shaq. So a little Shaq story about Lynn Bias is uh, Shaq remembered a story of his dad coming in one day. This was uh, when Lynn Bias died. Uh, he came in and. He took Shaq and he started like wringing his neck. Basically, he's like, "It was one of the biggest beatings I've ever taken from my dad." He was like, "Do you see what happened to Lynn Bias? Don't ever do that. Don't ever let that happen to you." And what happened to Lynn Bias? And famously, Lynn Bias he succumbed to the booger sugar. Another one? Yes. Another one. He was probably the another most notorious one. one of all time. Yes. Well, I don't know. I don't know. We got another one coming up. That's There's, pretty- there's even a famous, I don't know if y'all ever heard this, they would use Lynn Bias as like a don't do drugs campaign. Is like they said, uh, they would try to say that Lynn Bias only did cocaine once. Let's give an LT welcome to Bobby Boucher. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think of every time don't do drugs, I think of LT like, don't do drugs. And that brings me to my next point. Don't do drugs. And one time is all it takes. One time, but all it takes, kids. Man, that was that a way. Turns out that was a lie. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, uh, there was a lot of stories of like Lynn Bias would introduce his other like players and friends to cocaine. But he uh, this time he had done cocaine many a times, despite what they say said. Uh, but he this time he did super. Um, High quality, like well, like the high quality <laughs> booger sugar. There are different qualities of this. The devil's sugar. dandruff, yeah. As a uh, project Pat said once said, slinging butter. I think he probably uh, <laughs> he probably did butter, which is yellow cocaine that's super pure. Oh, the purest of pure. Yes, so they call it butter. So contrary to popular belief, the pure is not white. Yes, it's yellow. It's yellow? I, I don't know. We're, we're learning things. Look, we're learning things on, on is the it, pod. Is it called a drugologist? Because I'm not a drugologist. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I go to the drugologist to yeah. get my medicine. I'm not a chemist either. Yes. But I'm going a little too in-depth on uh, cocaine, but... Uh, we, we, we strongly encourage not to do cocaine. <laughs> don't do cocaine, <laughs> it out. <laughs> it's bad. Like, like, a, like I feel like... We need to just, like Michael Scott did, like crack, uh, all the different names for cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Devil's dandruff. Devil's dandruff, you know. But back to Lynn Bias, as a Celtics fan, Mm -hmm. with the great Larry Bird poster on my my wall here, uh, that would have been a very interesting, uh, you know, team. Uh, It probably would have been better than that Laker team yes. easily uh, because you got a guy who could instantly contribute. And, and the biggest problem the Celtics had was depth. Mm-hmm. Uh, as soon as those five were out, then it was uh, tough sledding. And yes. we, there was a guy that was on the bench we're going to talk about later in this podcast that yes. was on the bench. But they had no depth. And you bring a guy who's probably a, at least a low-tier all-star mm-hmm. in the league uh, with his athletic profile. There, oh, been tough. oh no, you're fine. It would have been really tough though. There are people. I feel like this is his legend has really grown and brought you know blown up from the the tragic death. I mean, anytime you have a tragic death, the their legend's going to grow and blow up. But there are people that have seriously debated that Lynn Bias possibly could have been better than Jordan, I, which I don't think so. But I mean, he he was probably. I mean, with his athletic profile, he was unreal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he was. Pro- he had more size than Barkley, 
but he kind of reminded how he played kind of like Barkley. But like you said, uh, who who'd you comp him to earlier? Uh, Dominique. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. I think he had a Dominique. With a better jump shot. Yeah, and, and probably a better rebounder. And probably thicker and muscle. You know, Lynn Biles was muscled up, too. Yes. He was a big boy. Explosive athlete. Yeah. So. And, I mean, he's coming in. He would have been coming into a Celtics team that had just won the championship. Yeah, you had Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. Or, excuse me, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. Larry Bird, Robert <laughs> Parrish. Team? Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, Robert Parrish, Dennis Johnson, you know, Danny Ainge. And I don't, I don't know if Dennis Johnson would have been gone by then. Mm. But – and that's pretty much all they had. They had some guys, David Sixteen, I can't even pronounce his name. I mean, they were Scott Webman. Mm-hmm. I mean, just no depth after that. And then you play a Lakers team that's got eight men strong, mm-hmm. like legit eight men strong. Michael Tom, you know, Michael Thompson, you know, Michael Cooper, Byron Scott. I mean, you you think about it, they were loaded. That you yeah. know, Lakers team. But I mean, you think about it, it's almost a guarantee, another guaranteed championship. For yeah. if if he's able to and come I, in and contribute, and I think Bird came off an MVP that year too, the '84 mm-hmm. season. I mean, he won three straight MVPs. It was highly dominant. Yeah, to um, give out these aging Celtics a little bit of help. Right, right. Uh, so yeah, that was number ten on our what if players. So Cassidy, don't do cocaine. Don't do cocaine. <laughs> Jonathan, tell him. Uh, maybe cocaine. maybe that's why I haven't. I'm not familiar. Which with I mean, by. you kind of came into NBA a little bit <clears throat> later. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is before my time. So, but we. We respect your input, and I'm sure you'll but, look up this guy. You yeah, actually exactly. looked up That's, some highlights. I think I'm, you looked uh, up some highlights, didn't you? Yeah, he had a nice nice jump shot. Uh, did look a little like Dominique, a little bit like Barkley. I agree. Yeah. Uh, so, Cassidy, you want to do the number nine drop? Number nine. Number nine, David Thompson, shooting guard, Denver Nuggets, 6'4". What was his nickname, Cassidy? Oh, you know it. It's the Skywalker. Skywalker. So, before Jordan. The same time as Julius Irvin, mm-hmm. there was David Thompson. David, I actually want to give you a comp. I want to ask y'all. Uh, I'm going to give y'all two players at the age of 23. I'm going to give you their stats. Oh, I like this game. All right. And, uh, so you're going to ask me who it is? Yes. Okay. I will. All right. Like, Jonathan, uh, you ready? All right. I'm I have a feeling I know who the answer is. Oh. Y'all might already know the answers. <laughs> All right. At age 23, I'm going to give you two players. Player A. He averaged at 23, 22.5 points a game, 6.3 rebounds per game, and 4.9 assists per game. And player B averaged 27.2 points a game, 4.9 rebounds a game, and 4.5 assists a game. Okay. Player, B, you, player B is David Thompson, and it's yes. Jordan, right? No, not no. Jordan. Player A is not Jordan, but B is David Thompson. Johnny, you want to give it a guess? Who player A was? Who was player A? At twenty-three. Um, it's whoever this guy was at twenty-three. Is it Kobe? Oh, I I would not know at age twenty-three. Uh, Johnny, you disappointed me. Uh, uh, the, the answer is Kobe. The ultimate Kobe fan. I feel like y'all are y'all are making this up behind my back. Uh, <laughs> he, he thought this was a setup. <laughs> Yeah, but so Johnny as Johnny as entrapment. Our, yeah, you were in the bathroom. We had you set up while you used the restroom. <laughs> you had to take a pee pee. Uh, but Johnny, as our resident Kobe fan, our Mamba fan, naturally is like what? Uh, I mean, that's a. Uh, so you've got a guy that's averaging five more points a game at the young age of twenty three than Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bean Bryant. The the sky he's. 
he's coming in. He's got these excellent stats. Young, great player. Freak athlete. Wouldn't Absolute have, freak athlete. And I want to make a, a no three-point line. No three-point line. Averaging those type of points. I mean, this is in the 70s, too, by the way. David Thompson. Yes. I mean, that's a big factor. I mean, you're taking off every yeah. attempt. You're um, shaving points. NBA Street game he was on there, by the way, volume two. Oh, was Yeah, I remember David. Yeah, um, the Skywalker. But, like you said, David Thompson. But can of, you? One can, of the biggest what-ifs. Oh, what would you oh sorry. I was just going to say, can you guess, can the audience guess, or y'all guess what took him down? Was it his mind, body, <laughs> Or the, 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 your top three picks of, of things that can take down players. I'm going to let Jonathan – I'm going to let him ask, yeah. answer this one. Oh. We're, we're, we're veering away from butter. <laughs> uh, he might have had the butter. Are we saying Are we saying that he was on the, the dandruff? He was on the devil's dandruff. You are correct. He, he's he okay. Is, he is widely known. <laughs> like, I think he's one of those people that – with a name the name like 70s with David Thompson, problem. I would not think he... Yeah, he and, and a lot of people don't remember I David know a Thompson. David Thompson, and he's a uh, pastor. Uh, <laughs> he would never do cocaine. Well, he, he tried to give David Thompson a good name. Yes. But, you know, like Cassidy brought up in one of our uh, podcasts and conspiracies, mm-hmm. the 70s, the NBA had a bad, 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 bad look. And Very uh, bad. David Thompson was in the ABA, too. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think a lot of people realize that, but... Uh, when you think of cocaine in the 70s, he was probably the most popular person in that time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it gave him the, the leaping ability that he had. <laughs> That's he was so point. energetic That's a good out point there. To, uh, to add to it. He would probably say it was in Coca-Cola. That's the reason why he <laughs> Like, uh, y'all remember your papa or something telling you, yeah, they had real cocaine in Coca-Cola. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Anyway, I just thought that was funny, but yeah, David Thompson was unbelievable. He was he was probably one of the very first pure scorers in the seventies. Yes, uh, especially at the wing position. Where I mean, you look at the seventies, eighties, all that stuff. It's kind of dominated by big men. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of how the. I mean, everybody knows a taller guy. I mean, they what have a better do, chance man? of being a better basketball player. I, I mean, mean, that's uh, kind of the thing. But uh, David Thompson comes in at number nine. We're not going to elaborate too much because we still got a lot of people to go left on this uh, on this yeah. list. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you're if you're new to basketball or um, you're kind of grew up in the modern era, go look at David Thompson's highlights. He was really good. Like he was um, he was kind of Jordan before Jordan in the sense how he played. He was he was really dunking on fools, acrobatic around the rim. Uh, and again, no three point line, no restricted area. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's putting up these numbers. But yeah, he had the he had the cocaine problem. That's put him down. But Cassidy. Number eight, Ralph Sampson, center for Houston. Otherwise, one of the twin towers. The yes, one of the probably the best twin towers maybe of all time. Well, I don't. Again, I'm going to kind of get this off topic, but when Chet Holmgren was drafted, mm. oh, him Chet. and Pok- Pokushevsky <laughs> were known as the thin towers. <laughs> the, thin. <laughs> the thin towers. If you've yes. seen Pokushevsky and Chet Holmgren. They're the two tallest, skinniest people I've ever seen. I've like never they, seen. You can see bones. I've never seen two boys in need of a sandwich more than <laughs> them two fellers. I mean, for real. But they were the very first duo big man team that I can think of. Yes. That happened in the 80s. Um, I think Ralph Sampson actually went to Houston College, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. I and he was. So. Uh, I think they won a national championship. Uh, but he, he comes on the scene before Hakeem got there. 
And Ralph Sampson was unbelievable, man. I mean, seven foot four, had great touch. Um, maybe the tallest person at that time. Maybe he was in that area with Manute Bowl and whatnot. But uh, seven four, seven foot four, and and thick. I mean, strong, athletic guy. Kind of reminds me uh, in watching some of his highlights. Uh, reminds me of a, a Wembenyama before Wembenyama. Yeah. Now, obviously, he he did have a decent handle for a seven foot four center. Yes. Very he, smooth. But a lot of people don't realize Ralph Hampson's a banger, and he was a lot thicker than Wimbanyana. He ate the okra and cornbread. <laughs> he did. He was thick. And uh, famously, uh, Houston turned down uh, a trade offer in 1984. Uh, he, was a number, he was the number one overall pick, too, I think. I think I mentioned that right. Yeah, I believe so. Mm-hmm. They, would, uh, they turned down a trade of they were going to get back Clyde Drexler and the number two pick. In the, I believe it's the, I forgot which draft, but a number two pick that would have resulted, the number two pick that year was Michael Jordan. Ooh, you could have had Clyde and Mike. So they could potentially. Wow. Go with Akeem? Yes. Oh, Think about that. Oh, my. Which, I mean, we obviously know that Clyde and Akeem played later on in Houston, which is pretty yes. ironic. I'm looking at a, a pick now of him crossing up. It's uh, probably Michael Thompson or Kareem. Kareem. Yeah. Uh, Dude had handles. Yeah, I mean, but, he, was, he was throwing him with the. The shimmy, the shimmy shake, and Kareem had his goggles on. He was he was broke down. I mean, the Rex specs. He's like looking real hard. He's, he's been at the waist. He's like looking real hard. Uh, I mean, could he not find the ball? I mean, this is a, this is a still photo, but I mean, you can you can imagine what what Kareem's knees did after this move. Look, I'm glad you're here because we, we've never saw this. Before. Yes, this input this 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 validates him being great. Kareem's in a bad way in this pick. Yeah. He's, yeah. A, he's, he's struggling. Yeah. But just like all people <laughs> on this list, there's something that happened. So, Cassidy, can you tell what happened to Mr. Well, Sampson? It, uh, it, it happens a lot of times with the big guys, 7-4. His body sucks. Yeah. Uh, but he did take a bad fall at the famous Boston Garden. He took a really bad fall, fell straight on his back. And uh, he was just never the same after that. And, you know, the knee problems came. You know, when you're 7'4", it's just you got to expect the knee problems. People aren't supposed to be that big. Yeah. And, it, they're, and you run up and down the basketball court all the time. He's, your body's going to break down. So his body sucked. The people with that size, lower extremity injuries are always scary. Yes. It'll always get them. But that concludes Tier 4. Of our list, and now we're into tier three and number what, Cassidy? Number seven. Okay, so now we're getting in this era where I think Jonathan knows more, which is interesting. That was a little bit later of an era. We're yeah, breaking through the clouds. Cool. Yeah, we're getting, so we're getting up. So yes. this is interesting that we're we're kind of going into the nineties and two thousands now. So uh, number seven is Anthony Penny Hardaway, point guard from the Orlando Magic. Uh, played for you know Phoenix and some other teams, but after his Magic days was never the, really the same. Uh, six seven point guard, you know probably a lot of people were touting him up as the next Magic at mm. that time. Uh, no one's really seen a point guard with this size since him. Uh, which Magic played into the nineties, early nineties, and then you got Penny come along with Cassidy's boy, HBO star <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal, the Big Diesel. The big cactus, the big Aristotle, mm-hmm. Superman. I mean, yeah, Superman. Superman is in the building. But tell us a little bit about Penny Hardaway. What happened? Well, you know, Penny comes in with the magic. Uh, 
he, uh, you know, obviously he's playing with the Shaq petitioned to get Penny. He's like, he was calling the front office. Shaq was already in Orlando. He's like, listen, guys, I was like, I need y'all to get Penny. I want Penny. It was either Penny or Chris Webber. Uh, so he's like, I don't need another big guy, another Chris power Weber, forward. Hall of Famer Chris Webber. <laughs> yes. He's like, I don't want Chris Webber. Yeah. Obviously great player, but uh, he's like, get me the tall point guard. And, you know, ever since Magic, the league loves a tall point guard. Yeah. And it's, uh, they're always going to be compared to Magic. But Shaq, he's like, get me Penny. So it looked like there for a second it was a little uh, trepidation, but they did wind up getting Penny, so they make Shaq happy. Uh, they had an NBA Finals appearance against the Houston Rockets. Akeem led Houston Rockets with Clyde Drexler mm-hmm. and Kenny Smith. Um, and, but, a, and Akeem, would you know, he's just too – I mean, he's Shaq, Hall of Fame. Shaq, Shaq wasn't ready for he that yet. Yet, but we – we all know Shaq was probably better. Are yeah. we saying that that he was a uh, an early Tim Duncan? Who's that? Uh, Akeem. Akeem, yeah, in uh, in the Rockets. Have you ever seen they... Akeem play? Like, seen some of his highlights? Yeah, he's he's unbelievable. Nice, like nice dribbles, post. pass, shaking. I mean, I've never seen anybody that could cross you up in the post. Mm. Like, he would cross me up in the post. He's famous for you know he would go around to big men and train big men on the on the train train shake. He trained Kobe Bryant. One summer, because mm-hmm. Kobe wanted to work. I mean, Kobe had a mean fadeaway. The <laughs> the shoulder, the shoulder mm-hmm. shimmy. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. was known for the dream shake. <clears throat> left I mean, or left or right. But Kareem could do it all. Like he could step back, he could spin on you, he could drop step you, he could shake you. I mean, you can think about hook, fadeaway. I mean, man of many moves down down low. So, uh, but uh, Penny ninety seven All Star, uh, playing with Shaq, obviously. Uh, I went back and uh, did a little YouTube deep dive. Uh, I don't know if you people, the listeners out there, remember the Little Penny, the Little Penny commercials. Those were sick commercials. That was the greatest era of basketball commercials there were. Mm. They had uh, Chris Rock playing the Little uh, Little Penny uh, uh, puppet. Was, was, YouTube those. Do me a favor and YouTube the Little Penny. Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks was famously in a, a lot of those. Uh, Tyra Banks, really? America's top model. America's top model. Tyra Banks, top top model runway. That's right. But uh, but yeah, do me a favor and YouTube those. Yeah. So Penny Hardaway was fantastic. He was athletic. He really didn't have much of a jumper, but he he could get to the goal. He had a really good. Uh, lob pass to the great Shaquille O'Neal, who could really he knew what to do with them lobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they made a run to the finals. They lose. They actually beat Jordan when he came back from his hiatus, which we really don't know what mm-hmm. was going on. Mm-hmm. Secret uh-huh. suspension. Mm-hmm. But did uh, we ever get to the bottom? Uh, we- we'll, we'll never know. <laughs> David Stern's dead. We'll never know. Yes. And Michael Jordan. He's like a. He's like a steel case. <laughs> Between Stern and Robert Redford, he's, they're the only. Two. <laughs> Well, Robert Redford, no. he was known for the flu game. But <laughs> it's still funny knowing where he was at Robert Redford. <laughs> potentially, <laughs> potentially, allegedly, at Robert Redford's getting drunk playing poker. Robert Redford potentially has some groundbreaking NBA knowledge. Gosh, is Robert Redford still alive? We need he to get him is, on. We need to get him on. I want him on the podcast, Casty. Make it happen. <laughs> I'm going to look up his hype right now. <laughs> Mr. Redford, if you're out there, Jab Step needs you. Look, Casty, I want you to get Robert Redford. I demand Robert Redford on the podcast. I will get him. It's going to be like Jonathan, like, hey, this is Robert Redford. <laughs> hey, guys. Yeah. Famous actor, Robert Redford. Here. But, 
Yeah, Penny. Penny's problem was injuries, though. Knees. Uh, knees, yeah. I mean. Body sucked. Um, but what if? I mean, could he have been one of the great point guards of all time? He had the potential. He really did. Uh, do we know if the Magic would have surrounded him with talent? Would he have had talent in Phoenix to do what he needed to do? Uh, he bounced around a lot after that. Could never find a way. But now he's the coach of the Memphis uh, Tigers mm-hmm. basketball program, mm-hmm. who had Jalen Duren, who got drafted mm-hmm. high last year. Oh, nice. So, uh, Penny's done well for himself. He's a good collegiate head coach. But, again. Uh, Penny, uh, Penny and Shaq famously feuded on the Orlando Magic. It, the big what if is if they could have stuck together, if Shaq and Penny could have stuck together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shaq, I was, I'm obsessed with the little Penny commercial, as you can see. But <laughs> uh, Shaq did a Reebok. This was back when Shaq was with Reebok. He did a Reebok commercial where uh, they had like a fake little Penny uh, puppet, and it like popped up over Shaq's shoulder, and he like swatted it off his shoulder. Oh, that was like, I think that's a straight diss. Yeah, it? straight diss. I think the relationship was done at that point. I mean, Shaq probably knew he was going to L.A. at that point here, or he was going somewhere. But what I mean, think about and uh, here a point of debate for you guys. Penny, I believe, was a way better uh, teammate to Shaq. A better fit. A better, a way better fit than Kobe Bryant ever was. As the young kids would say, a better fit. No, that his fit was tight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but oh. Johnny, no, I mean, may, maybe so. Maybe Johnny, Johnny, so. Johnny's uh, like about the. I can't, uh, I I'm, can't argue the fact, you know. Uh, yeah, but he probably just got broke down from carrying Shaq, you know, all those years. <laughs> Woo! Uh, Johnny, his, his body couldn't hold we got, out. We gotta save this later, Johnny. We gotta save this later. You can be fired up right now. Yeah, we gotta we gotta save this later. Okay, uh, Johnny seems to be a lot in these debates that we've got. You know, potentially coming up. So far, I haven't seen one just for me and Cassidy yet. But mm-hmm. it seems like Johnny's an antagonist. Mm-hmm. Shaq was Batman. Kobe was. <laughs> All right, we we, we got to stop it here, guys. Y'all need to chill out. Uh, <laughs> Don't get me fired up. And you uh, know, Penny, uh, I I watched him uh, when he was scouting uh, James Wiseman at the, he, at he the hot bed classic back back when he oh. played up in New Albany a few years back before uh, Memphis picked him up. Uh, it was uh, it was it was Penny and uh, and. Mike. God, Penny uh, Wiseman's been terrible. Mike Miller. Mike Miller. Mike Miller. Three hot three ball. What Mike if? Miller. Mike Miller. <laughs> we need a hot what if on Mike Miller. Segway into Mike Miller. They were up there the... scouting Wiseman. He played New Albany. Yeah, at the Hot Bed Classic. Yeah, we went up and, uh, and watched him. The the place was packed. Dang. Well, let's go ahead and get to number six though. Penny. Number six. Number six. Adam Morrison. <laughs> Cassidy wanted to bring in Adam Morrison just because of his great mustache and hair. I, I mean, the Kanzaga, greatest. Kanzaga great. The greatest wispy mustache of all time. Yeah. Uh, we'll probably end it at six, and we'll have our top five next episode. So that that's a pretty good stopping point. But number six, the legit number six, is Grant Hill from Duke University, small forward at Detroit. What could have been with this guy? Unbelievable athlete. Mm-hmm. Really great at fast break, had a great mid-range game, could finish. Great defender. 6'8". Yeah, as we found out later, he had a great plus-minus on the Mm. court while he was on defense. Uh, We had to put him over Penny just because of the defense. And uh, the year that Grant Hill was in, you could actually build an offense, Mm. a team around this guy. Uh, Mm -hmm. But Which Penny, uh, 
he, great passer, great point guard, but the the shot, the jump shot was a little to be lacking. Maybe the defense wasn't as good as it could be. But Grant, well, he was the better all around player. Swift. Swiss Army Swift Swiss Army knife <laughs> Swiss cheese. He was a swift one. A swift Swiss Army knife. So he could do it all. But do you do you have any memories of Grant Hill that you can uh, remember? I I basically picked him up after his later later in his career uh, playing with Phoenix. You know that that run that they had with Nash and with Amari Nash. and all them. Uh, I, I missed his early like Detroit days and. Uh, but what what was his like three ball? Did he have a high he percentage? Did, nah, he didn't have a three ball. I mean, now I think he developed one with Dan Tony. Yeah, by the time he got to you know, Phoenix, he but. started. He started for that team too, which is mm-hmm. interesting because uh, there was a big blockbuster trade at one time. I don't know if Cassidy can pull it up because I I don't have the specifics. But he went to Orlando to pair with Tracy McGrady, T Mac, and this was going to be a like they were predicting like this. This could be a you know a final. You know NBA Finals contender with uh with Grant Hill and Tracy McGrady, and this was supposed to be like a big deal. You know we've never seen two big wing, you know two wings you know paired up like that in a while, and I don't remember the exact trade, but you know Penny was coming off a of, or excuse me Penny I'm going into Penny now, but Grant Hill was uh coming off a major you know knee injury that uh you got I don't know if you could find that uh let's see I think I got that it. trade, but it was a big it was a blockbuster trade at the time. I got that blocker. Oh man, he, he <laughs> no. pulled, if you if you if you if you could watch Cassidy try to pull up a website and he got hit with the ad, or they want you to subscribe. It, well, they they don't like that I have an ad blocker on. And oh, I didn't know you had an ad blocker. You'll on. take a you'll take my ad blocker from my cold dead hands. Yeah, but Grant Hill, uh, like Jonathan said, he went to Phoenix, really revived his career with the great Steve Nash, Mark Stoudemire, a great offensive minded head coach Mike D'Antoni. Uh, Italian mustache coach, as the uh, <laughs> a mustachioed, a mustachio. So famous uh, mustachio. That, did you get the trade? Was Ben Wallace in that trade? Uh, maybe. I saw this picture of Ben Wallace. By the way, what do you like about those? Ma- do you like those Magic jerseys? I like those. I thought they were okay. They had the sequence looking stars in it. Oh yeah, those the old Magic. Yeah, those are pretty fresh. And we failed to mention Grand Hills Detroit. Pistons jerseys, those teal ones. Yeah. Adam Graham, he's a listener of the show, by the way. Oh. Uh, he's like, you had to throw the the Pistons jerseys in there. He's Mr. 90s, by the way. Him and BF graduated about the oh. same time. So, yeah. uh, he's like, you had to mention that. And I said, dude, I wanted to put that in my top five. Hmm. I said, but I, I guess we failed to mention it. But There's so many great jerseys out there. There really is. I mean, you just can't put them all and in. And as Jonathan, he, he was going with new school. There's a lot of good new school ones that are coming out each and every year. But did you find the trade by chance? No, I suck. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, there was, there was a big trade where he went to Orlando to be paired with the one and only Trace McGrady, who might later come up in this list. But Grand Hill, great player, just didn't. What if? Because, I mean, people were comparing to Michael Jordan at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody wanted to know who the next Michael Jordan was. And we obviously knew who the next Michael Jordan was, Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Ben. I, I think I know where you're going with this. He was the closest thing I've ever seen and, to Michael uh, Jordan, and there's a lot of video out there where they're identical. On how well, they I mean, he, yeah, he, he had to be. He was a replica, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. he uh, – I wouldn't say copy. He, no, worked. he wasn't a carbon copy. He, he worked really hard to, to develop those yeah, same absolutely. exact moves. He, it, <laughs> people claim that Kobe Bryant had the hardest work ethic <clears throat> in, oh, sport, no in sports history up there with Tiger. They said Tiger was unreal with his training as well. 
Like, dude was lifting weights for golf. I mean, he had a six-pack out there playing golf. Like, come on. Like, Tiger Woods, like, he famously wanted to be like a Navy SEAL. Like, he yeah, was doing real. a Navy SEAL work. Well, just be glad Kobe never wanted to play golf. So. <laughs> uh, be, glad that Michael, be glad Michael Jordan didn't play golf. <laughs> well, he did play golf. Yeah, he got I mean, in a lot of trouble. Lot of, we see where that – We'd had a big, ga- yeah. had a big gambling problem yeah. in, the, in the PGA at the yeah. time. So, it'd be like a – Oh, shoot. Who's the – Who's that golfer that got all, who always gets in trouble for everything he says? Oh, uh, Daly. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. he's got the big nasty looking beard now. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, he could have been like that. Do you ever find the trade though? I don't. Okay, we're gonna give up on it. There was an NBA trade. Trust if me. If you could look in to see what Cassidy looks like uh, right now, just picture Hugh Jackman in Swordfish. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, he is. <laughs> He is pretty good. No, no. The keyboard is smoking. No. The keyboard is smoking right now. Wait. (laughs) Don't. No. (laughs) I don't know. There's only three people in this room. I swear to God. You're thinking about the wrong scene. No, you're thinking about the bad scene. I think you're. No, I thought that's what you were talking about. No, 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 no. You you need to watch Swordfish. It's been a while. (laughs) There's several clips of uh, (laughs) Hugh Jackman typing on a keyboard. That this this movie is rated R. There are some bad scenes. He was distracted. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not distracted. I just suck at Google and stuff. But did he crack crack the Hydra? I think he got it. It He got in the main the mainframe. It was. Wasn't it John Travolta in that movie too? And Halle, yes. Berry, Halle Berry, right? I remember everybody remembers Halle Berry in that movie. But, uh, oh, yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah. So that's our top. You, you got the honorable mentions. You got <laughs> We got 10 through 6. And you got to hear uh, some swordfish. Uh, yeah. Jonathan, Jonathan and Casey are dying yeah. over here. So, uh, no, it's not. It's the wrong season. It's the wrong scene. Uh, the wrong scene. Viewer, <laughs> listeners, don't get it twisted. I apologize. Yeah. It's not that don't, scene. Don't Google swordfish. Uh, uh, it's not the scene you're thinking about. Uh, everybody knows that scene. Uh, <laughs> anyway, thank you all for listening. Uh, we had fun. Oh, a lot of fun. Uh, Cassidy, he's really been digging in and studying up. Oh, I've, been I've never seen so much research in my life. I've been doing my homework. I think he sees numbers, and he's got like analytics going on all over in his head. He can't even reference the right swordfish scene. Yeah, I mean, he, he showed up with a with a backpack. You yeah. know, I mean, he brought a Mac. For I'm, goodness sake, I'm going to work. Uh, I mean, he's Bill, he's I'm got an a, Apple fanboy. He's got a mafia shirt on. Yeah. Oh, Bill's mafia. Yeah. All day. All day. All, all day. day. Well, Jonathan, I thank you for joining too. You and Cassidy, it's been fun. Oh yeah, it's uh, always a blast. I want to shout out. Uh, been getting a lot of feedback. Uh, I want to shout out some of our listeners, Lane, Lane Winter, Big Lane. What's yeah. up, dog? What's up, dog? Hope you're still listening. And uh, oh yeah, and Ben Bunch out there, aka you know him as Moose. The Moose. The Moose and the Moose. He shares the same first name. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's got to be Moose. We can't be having too many bands. Like uh, my wife works for Moose, and she has to say my Ben. You <laughs> my know, ben. like every time, like she has to differ- di- differentiate which uh, band she's discussing. I want her to call him Moose real bad. I, I wish it would be like Mr. Moose. Mr. Moose. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Moose. But yeah, thank you too for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, Adam Graham. I want to shout him out. Shout he's out. A, he's a uh, He's a listener, and maybe we can get the big cactus on too to talk about this little shoe sale that happened. This this transaction that mm. happened years ago. We got to set the record straight. We do. We he do. gave me the most generic shoe of all time. Yeah. And uh, big cactus. I want to shout out big cactus. Uh, tweeted at him for League of Legends for some uh, some NFL fantasy advice this yeah. week. It gave me some really great advice uh, on Adam Thielen versus Jerry Judy. 
want to shout out Big Cactus. Thank you for that. Yeah, so we want to segue into going over there to checking out our guys over at uh, League of Legends. Or, oh, Legacy of Legends. You, Legacy of Legends. My you, bad. You, you I'm, you, you I'm talk, so sorry. You said League of Legends earlier. Dang know, it, I'm sorry. When we were talking about But uh, Legacy of Legends, a Dynasty Fantasy Football Podcast. Our friend, Big Cactus, a.k.a. BJ Kent. Big Cactus is his real name. His, his surname is BJ Kent. But anyway. Legacy of Legends. Yeah, I'm so and, sorry. And my moral enemy, Stephen Deaton, who... To this day, I can't stand. I did. I ended up making a trade with him, by the way. I oh, you did trade? Yeah, he swapped uh, Kyler out in that trade for uh, Lamar. Really? Yeah, so I got Lamar and A.J. Brown for Chase, to a, and I gave him a second, like a low-end second. Uh-huh. Or it may have been a high third. It was a high third. So I think I came out okay. Yeah. I, think I, I wanted Lamar. It's a super flex league, so we start two quarterbacks. So Is Lamar injured right now? He he definitely hurt me, but AJ Brown was unfreaking believable last oh, week. Hotty toddy, unbelievable. Uh, walked in the end zone backwards. Oh, he, he shook uh, one of them guys so bad. But anyway, oh AJ's the truth. Tennessee, you're wrong for trading. <sighs> Startville's own AJ Brown. Mm-hmm. He went to Oxford. Uh, but anyway, thank you all for listening, Jonathan. You want to send us home? Uh, thank you for uh, allowing us to be on Jab Step Enterprises. Uh, oh, yes. We're lo- we're looking for sponsors. If anyone would like to sponsor this cast, celebrityheights.com. Yep, Celebrity Heights. Basketball Harlow, we, we know. Basketball. We know how tall you are. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we'll find uh, out. We'll find the truth. Uh, New Old Industries. But uh, <laughs> Manscaped. <laughs> yeah. Cadence Bank, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, yeah. Cassidy, send us home. Send the listeners home right now. All right, guys. I want to thank y'all. We love you. We love you, listeners. We love you so much. Please keep listening.